0: Today on episode 113 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, for certain computer problems, you might not need a computer repair tech right away. You click on a program and it won't run. Your printer won't print. You can't connect to the internet. You keep seeing an error message on your screen or Outlook won't send an email. Hopefully these things don't all happen at the same time. But if any of these things happen to you, Today, you're going to learn some things you can try first before you need to call for help. Welcome to another episode of the Computer Tutor. Tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your Computer Tutor, Scott Johnson. Hi there, this is the Computer Tutor Podcast, and I'm your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson. I have been in the computer business since 1999, so I guess you'd call me a computer geek. But I'm not your typical geek, though, because I don't talk in the techie language that some geeks use. I try to explain things really simply so that you can actually feel like you learned something. Hang on to my number, because whenever your computer comes up with a problem and you don't know what to do... I can help. Most problems I can fix remotely, so you don't even have to bring your computer into a shop. Just give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's computer tip can be seen at my website at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 113. So let's get started. Here's something I've learned about being in the computer business for quite a long time whenever I check my email and there's a new email there and the subject line is just the word HELP in all caps and with several exclamation points, I have a certain plan of action. Now, back when I was new in the business and just getting started with helping people with their computers, I would look at an email like that and immediately open it and see what the emergency was. I mean, Obviously, there must be a client in great distress, right, with a major computer problem because they seem to be in quite a panic about it. But over the years, I've learned that real, actual computer emergencies are pretty rare. You know how if you call your family doctor's office phone number at midnight, the recording says, if this is an actual emergency, please hang up and dial 911. Well, It's kind of the same thing. My clients have my phone number. If this was truly an urgent computer problem that required my immediate attention, they'd call me rather than send an email and wait for me to check my email and then reply. So these days, my reaction when I get one of those panicky emails is a little different. I continue with whatever I was doing and wait for like 15 minutes to a half an hour, and 90% of the time, you know what happens? Within that half hour, or actually most of the time within like 10 minutes, I get another email from that same person that says, never mind, I figured it out. So it wasn't really an emergency. And in fact, it wasn't even a situation that required a computer tech. The computer's owner was able to solve the problem. So that's my point, actually. There are some situations that you might run into with your computer where if you just try a particular thing, it might just solve the problem. So today I'm going to go over some of those situations and tell you what you should try doing right off the bat to see if that fixes it. Situation number one, no internet connection. First thing to try is restart your router and modem. Of course, first you need to be able to identify your router and modem. Everyone has a modem, which is usually provided by your internet company. That's a little box that brings internet into your home. The other little box is the router. That's what routes the internet signal to more than one computer, and it can do that either by cables or by the wireless signal. Sometimes the internet company owns the router and provides it to you, or you might have purchased the router yourself. And in some cases, the modem and router are one single unit. You can ask your internet company about that if you're not sure. In any event, you need to disconnect the electricity from both of these things, the modem and the router. Just do that and then wait for a minute and then plug them back into the electrical outlet again. Wait a minute or two after that to get them all booted up and see if your internet connection has come back. You know why you try this first? Because in a lot of cases it'll solve the problem, but more practically speaking, if you call your internet provider and tell them, hey, you can't go online, the first thing they'll tell you to do is power down the modem and router and power them up again. Might as well try it and get it out of the way. Situation number two, you double-click to run a program and it doesn't run. First thing to try is restart the computer. Notice carefully that the situation here is that the program does not run. Not that it takes too long to run. This is a piece of software that will just not start up. This is a good question to ask yourself right this minute. When was the last time you restarted your computer? For a lot of people, it's several days, and some people go for weeks without doing a restart. That's not good. Whenever you reboot your computer, it gives it a whole fresh start, like a new outlook on life. And it's often like a magic pill for solving computer problems. In fact, it's a good habit to be in. When you're done with your computer for a little while, like you're going to go have lunch or something, don't just walk away from it shut down all of your running programs and then just click to do a restart. When you get back, it's going to be working more efficiently and you might even notice that it's running a little faster. Situation number three, an error message appears on the screen. First thing to do is write it down. So many times a client will be telling me that their computer is just not working right and they keep seeing this error message pop up When I ask them what the error message says, they don't know. But the text of that message could actually give us the information we need to fix whatever's wrong with the computer. And, you know, even better than writing it down would be to take a screenshot of that error. It's true that a picture's worth a thousand words, and I'd much rather see a picture of your screen with that error message displayed on it rather than just knowing what the text of the message was. Seeing that might offer some clues about what's going on with the computer. Now, I know it might not always be possible to get a screenshot, but at the very least, write down what the error message says. Situation number four, your printer won't print. First thing to do is clear the print queue. When you send a document to the printer, it'll either print successfully or it will get stuck there waiting to print. If it gets stuck, then no other document after that is going to print. You remember Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? And one of the kids was that big fat boy named Augustus? He fell into the river of chocolate and he got sucked up in the pipe. And as long as he was in that pipe, nothing was going to flow through. Well, when some document gets stuck and doesn't print, nothing after that is going to print. But unfortunately, your print queue doesn't continue to build up pressure and eventually spit the document out into the fudge room... No, you have to actually go to the print queue and delete that first document in order for anything else to print after it. So to do that, go to Control Panel and click on Devices and Printers and find your printer in the list. Double-click to open your printer and then click where it says See What's Printing. And whatever you see in that list should just be deleted. It doesn't delete the document. It just clears out the print queue. Then you can investigate what's going on and why the first one didn't print. But the first thing you have to do is clear it out. And finally, situation number five, Microsoft Outlook won't send an email. First thing to do is delete any emails in the outbox. This one's a little bit like the one about the printer. If you try to send an email and it doesn't get sent, maybe because of a typo or some other error with the email server settings or something, any emails you try to send after that will also not get sent. That means if you try to set up a new email account in Outlook and you try to send an email and it doesn't work, you can't just go and try different server settings and see if that same email gets sent. You have to delete that first email and create a new one. So you could have 10 perfectly good emails ready to go, all lined up in the outbox, but if they're behind one that has a problem, then none of them are going to go. Just delete whatever's in the outbox fix the problem, and try it again with a new email. And that applies to Windows Live Mail as well as Outlook. So there you have five common computer problems, and now you know the first thing to do if you find yourself in one of those situations. Oh, and there is one other computer-related situation you might come across. If you're looking at the Computer Tutor podcast listing in iTunes, and you notice that your name isn't on one of the reviews there, There's an easy way to fix that. Just leave me a review and a rating. I appreciate it. And even if you haven't left me a review on iTunes, I'd still love to hear from you. Whether it's a comment, or if you have a question, or maybe a suggestion for a future podcast topic, just call my podcast voicemail line at 727-386-9468 and leave a message. Or you can email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And that will do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless.